Okay, ladies, we are only seven days away from opening the Addicted to the Climb membership community. I am so excited to meet you inside this private faith-fueled community of women where we're going to just empower each other to keep climbing higher in our faith, our health, our fitness, and our mindset, of course. These are things that we have to work on all together. One cannot be stronger than the other. We have to keep climbing in all these areas. So you are going to have access to my modules filled with workbooks and videos and things that you can just empower yourself with to stay climbing. I want to provide a space for you to meet other women that you can become friends with so you can be in that circle around you that's going to just encourage you always on your faith walk, your fitness walk, in just every area of your life. I'm so excited to start this community with you together. And don't forget, the first 25 women that get on, get in for $37. I know, it's pretty crazy. Don't forget to sign up, set your alarms in your phone. When you get that email next Monday, March 20th, join then. Act fast so you can get the discount. I can't wait to meet you. I'm super excited. We are going to do this and come together and keep climbing as a team. I love you so much. Enjoy this episode. Wait till you hear this conversation. I've been on LinkedIn now since last September and have met the most fabulous people there. And this conversation comes from a LinkedIn Live that I did last month. And we're talking all things Jesus on LinkedIn. So get ready to be faith-fueled by this conversation, and I will see you soon. Welcome to Addicted to the Climb. I am your host, Kelly Tyen. As a faith-fueled health and transformation coach, author, and breast cancer survivor, my mission is to provide you with the wisdom, the tools, and all the success tips that I've learned along my own journey in health, fitness, faith, and personal development. Plus, you'll hear some incredible and inspiring conversations that will motivate you and empower you to keep on climbing no matter what you're going through. Let's buckle up to start a brand new climb together and start showing up differently as we work our way to the top. Right now, this is your time to take in all the positivity and all the blessings that God has for you. So let's get started. Hello, hello, everyone. Thank you for joining another awesome conversation today on LinkedIn Awesomeness. I am so pumped for this conversation you guys like I can't even control myself I've already used all my essential oils to help me not sweat as much I've smelled all the things I've doubled up on the deodorant like I am just I'm already sweating with excitement and I know it's TMI but y'all know how I roll I don't even care today we are talking to Kelly Tyan I'll let her introduce herself but let me tell you why I'm so pumped for this conversation because she loves Jesus as much as I do and we're both very unapologetic about our faith and how it is our foundation and how it leads us in life and in business. And that's actually like the coolest part because there may be people who are faithful, go to church, and it's kind of like a routine.
routine they do. But when I say to them, where's God in your business? They look at me like, well, <laughs> like a deer in headlights, but not Kelly. So that's why I'm so pumped. She's actually the first interview back after a little break um, from the holidays. And with this being National Women's History Month and leading into International Women's Day, I wanted to find amazing women to interview all this month. So every Thursday, come back at 11 or 1130, depending on when the spirit moves me, I will let you know ahead of time what awesome woman I'm having a conversation with that week. But today I'm starting it off with my girl, Kelly Tyan. Welcome to the show, Kelly. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I cannot wait to dive in and talk about Jesus. <laughs> I wish I had your essential oils because you, you, you're making me want to go buy some. So I, need I, mean, to I have my natural crazy energy. Like I think my blood is made from Red Bull. But when I am like really excited, I don't hide it. And it used to be something that I had to do in the corporate space, but that's a whole different conversation. Mm -hmm. Now that I do my own thing, I get to just be exactly who I am. Let's talk about Jesus, have confetti on the background of my lives and sniff essential oil while I'm live on LinkedIn. Perfect. <laughs> I, love it. I love it. So I'm going to let Kelly introduce herself because nobody does it better than who we are introducing you know, ourselves, of course. But say hello if you are joining us. Hello, Mary Jo. I see you already. Amen, sister. Woo -woo. So feel free to say hello. Where are you joining us from? Comment if you're watching the replay. I want to keep this going forever. This is going to be one of those obnoxious videos that you see for months down the road. And you're like, did I already watch this? Like, that's how I'm feeling this, this vibe today. So Kelly, say hello. Tell us who you are and why are you so awesome? Hi, guys. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. Honestly, I... I'm so honored to be here. So I just want to thank you for everything that you're doing, Miranda, with all the women that you're bringing into the light. I mean, this is amazing. This is what life is all about. Not just for Women's Month, but it's like rising up together. My motto is always, you know, it's, it's all about together we can climb higher, okay? And that's what we're doing. We're climbing higher together, and it makes it more fun. So... A little about me, I am from Boston, so it's cold and it's That's freezing. Same. Yes, you know, we're in the weather right now, but it's okay. You can probably hear from my accent where I'm from. If I didn't <laughs> and I am a faith-fueled podcaster, author, coach, and mentor for women. I have been working with women since 2008 when I started my fitness business doing boot camps. I had Kelly's boot camp rolling for 10 years and um, it was amazing. I met so many women in my community, really um, growing my fitness business to start. I've been in network marketing for 20 years. I love, I love tapping into different industries where I can constantly learn and grow from other women. So right now my focus is building up my Addicted to the Climb movement, which is all about taking women higher in their faith, in their life, in their business with Jesus. What, I mean, how much fun is that, right? How awesome is that? So, so that's really just to sum up me right now. And let's dive in. What do you want to talk about first? So good. So it's funny. I went 
five minutes ago, I went live on my personal page. We're on my company page right now. And okay. so we went on my personal page and I said to everyone, I gave them a little background why I was so excited to talk to you. And I mentioned that you were in fitness, that you were a four-time national bikini model. And I said, she will not show us our her abs. Do not ask. <laughs> you have so much under your belt with fitness and coaching and speaking and podcasting and they're a best-selling author. Tell me how you got your start, how this all kind of transpired, because I mean, I know from speaking with a lot of women and even my own story, it doesn't necessarily start as a best-selling author, right? So give us like a little bit of the, the background and, and how you got to where you are today. So I really grew up with, um, as a little girl thinking I was Wonder Woman. And let me tell you, I'm going to tell you why. My mother, I'm an only child. I had a very close relationship with both my parents. They were the happiest people you ever met in your life. It was actually obnoxious at times because <laughs> if you grew up in, you know, the seventies and eight, whenever the, the beavers, the cleavers, whoever that family yeah, yeah, yeah. was, my dad was always happy. My mom was always happy, but yet my mom suffered really badly with rheumatoid arthritis. But she always had a smile on her face, always encouraged everyone else when she needed all the encouragement to just wake up in the morning. I mean, this woman was a true champion. Anyway, she always told me I was Wonder Woman as a little girl. And so you really take that to heart. When you're a little girl, you believe what your mom tells you. So I think that was the start of my independence and just trying new things like Wonder Woman did. She was strong. Yeah. She was capable. She... in. That's really how my entrepreneurial skills, I kind of just knew I was going to do things on my own. So I started out after college. I was a teacher. I went through all that. I just didn't feel fulfilled. I went into network marketing, loved that. That was really the start of everything for me. I saw what women were doing on the state. They were on the stage and making money and leading, paving their own way. And I loved that. And so I loved the network marketing space. And then I said, well, I'm going to start my own thing. And I love fitness. So I started a boot camp, and I loved that. I loved just bringing women into the gym and telling them they're strong and they can get through the workout. Let's do it together. So going from the network, I'm still dabbling in network marketing. I do love my products and my things that I love. But the boot camp business really was where I learned um, about being dedicated to something, committing to something. And fitness was that for me. That's how you, you mentioned the bikini championing. I always <laughs> needed a new goal. And thanks for bringing that up, but I'm not showing you my abs. But I always needed a new goal, especially being the fitness instructor, the leader of these women. So that's why I dove into competitions. And I loved it. I always loved a new challenge. I always wanted to climb to the next level in anything I was doing. And so my fitness business lasted about 10 years, as I told you. And of course, COVID happened. Mm. Yes. Uh, and then we all... just ate for two years. <laughs> and I stopped working out and ate. And then I, yeah. have to, then I have to go back and retrain everyone. <laughs> well, I, mean, I guess it's guaranteeing your business, right? <laughs> So, but during that time, really, this is now, I grew up a Christian and my faith was always there, but I never really talked about it with, you know, people that knew me, knew I loved, my mother loved Jesus, who grew me up that way. She was very, 
spiritual, always had a Bible in her hand. And I just never talked about it, but I realized when COVID, we were all still and quiet in our homes. I realized God was really speaking to me. I was really taking a lot of time to spend with him quietly, like putting more time in than normal. And he started really speaking to me in, in saying, Kelly, fitness is great, but it's over. It's really over. So let's take another route. And I was kind of fighting that because I, that was who I was for a long time. I was the fitness girl in my industry. I was the fitness girl in the community. Everyone knew me as that. And really God was saying, I need you to talk about faith more. I need you to show women that they're not alone. I'm there with them. If you have faith, you can do move mountains. You can climb higher all with faith. Because I think women were, especially during COVID, we were crumbling. People were falling apart. I mean, we still are struggling more than ever. And that's why I know God said, let's, let's, you can always do your fitness, Kelly, but right now we're going to speak life into people through your podcast. And so Addicted to the Climb was born around the end 2020, like really at the end of that year. And it was really about, I'm addicted to climbing higher and I need to show others how they can climb higher with God by their side. We can do anything by our side. And I mean, I think, what, are we, what do they say we need? Just like the faith of a mustard seed? I, mean, yes, I, I yes. literally keep mustard seeds on my desk because yes. I need to pull one out and sprinkle it in the air because Lord knows I need him throughout this day dealing with opportunity. Oh, right. <laughs> exactly. I mean, we know we're not perfect. I mean, I wake up struggling every, a lot of mornings, but without my God time, you know, I've learned honestly through 20 COVID being home and being still and quiet, I had to think of ways that I can motivate myself and inspire myself and sitting with God allowed me to do that. Sitting with God, I mean, opened doors for me, taking quiet time with him, reading my Bible. He was showing me, things. I'm like, this thing is really a blueprint for life. I mean, I mean <laughs> I, you want to know how to do it, just crack it open. It's, it's, it's the blueprint of how to live life, whether you're a believer or not a believer, if you want to be a better person, you know, and that's fine. You can yeah. leave whoever you want, but read the Bible. It's amazing. The things that you'll learn, the instruction of how to forgive people, how to be a better person, how to keep um, going and become a survivor instead of uh, having the pity party all the time and throwing the towel in. Yep. It's amazing what you can learn from the Bible. And God was really speaking to me and he just addicted to the climb, as I said, was born. And it's really a movement that I wanted to create for women that if I can climb one more step, you can too, because I've been through a lot of things in my life. And my book is my stories, a, a compilation of 30 stories of personal struggles that I've been through from grief. I'm a breast cancer survivor. I lost my precious mom almost six years ago now, but it was devastating. It was rock bottom for me because as I said, she was my best friend in the world. Like all my girlfriends wrapped in one and I lost her from an aneurysm. It was a sudden aneurysm. So, you know, a lot like we all go through, I say as women and men, we all go through similar things in life, but it's really comes down to how you handle it, how you 
see yourself getting to that other side. And we can stay in that pity party for days, months, years. I mean, I know people still talking about things from five, seven years ago. They're not over it. And with God, he helps you get to that next, you know, so you can breathe again. He helps you climb one step higher than you were yesterday when you're in the middle of those struggles. So I bring faith into everything. And maybe I jumped around a little bit, Miranda, but I get so excited talking about being addicted to the climb in faith because it's really transformed my life. And I see it in my coaching clients as well. The women that are just, I'm like, wow, I'm watching the transformation happen in front of me. Just incorporating. Yeah, it's I amazing. Don't often, do you like a tell? I mean, you're pretty open about your faith too. Like, same with me on LinkedIn. I'm talking about Jesus. I, I'll tag him, but I don't think he owns the account on LinkedIn. <laughs> but I am very open. However, when I coach women, I don't often say, "Are you a Christian?" or "Do you believe in God?" I typically say, "What do you believe that's outside of yourself?" Because mm. I know people, you know, will reference the universe or spiritual energy or, or different ways to describe it. And, I, and I'm all about that. And I actually have coached a woman who grew up in faith, had a bad experience and was like anti-faith. And we were working together. And I'm like, are you sure you want to work with me? Because I'm going to bring you back to Jesus. And she laughed and she's like, don't even try. It's a waste. Let's just talk about career stuff. And by the end of our sessions together, it, she was she, in the middle. She would say like, well, I know, you know, higher power or or him, you know, whatever. But by the end, she was like, well, God told me. And I was like, yeah, he did. So I think there's something about, we all have something we believe in that's outside of ourselves, whatever you call it. Like, I know it's God because, and you said you grew up in faith. I did not. I did not find my faith or begin this beautiful journey and relationship mm -hmm. with God until I was 30. Right. So it hasn't been that long. I mean, I'm a little over 40, but you know, so it hasn't been that long, but I remember telling my mother that I met my father <laughs> she was like, you did. So I, I've never met my biological father. And oh, I was like, Mom, I met my father today. And she was like, you did like, how did that go? <laughs> and I was like, it was wonderful. I'm, I'm changed, blah, blah, all the things. And she yeah. was like, what you, where did you see him? And I'm like, it's Jesus. Like she, it was hilarious. And she's I like, I didn't date Jesus in high school, but okay. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> it was amazing. I just remember mm -hmm. and, and it's just been such a beautiful journey. And I yes. love, and I don't have to bring women, you know, shine the light on them and convince them of anything. Like I'll love you where you are. Right. Yes. Um, but I oh. feel like when we change the conversation to what is bigger than what you're doing today? You're, when they talk about your why and why we do things, what's your why? But also, what's the foundation that you're going to build the action steps on, right? So we talk about the emotional side of our faith and how it's comforting and helps us to forgive and love. But I, I take that relationship I have with God to the next level and have him on my divine board of directors. He's guiding my business. He's in my finances. Like, He's all up in my business. <laughs> I love this. this is amazing. Yes, he's my CEO. We say yes. in the world, God is the CEO in, in everything. And I, he's you know, I, energy officer. Yes. <laughs> I want to touch on two things that you said because they were so important for people to know is that what I, I don't pull people into Jesus either. 
So, because listen, I mentioned the Bible. If you read the Bible, Jesus didn't condemn anybody. He actually was opposite. He wasn't judgmental. He didn't say, you've got to follow me. You have to do this. He just led by example. He led with grace and love and forgiveness. And that's what I want to show people. I don't want to say, I love Jesus and you should too. And this is the only way because if you don't believe in Jesus, that's fine. You don't have to believe in Jesus or the God I'm serving. But I love the way Jesus served, you know, loving the prostitutes, the tax collectors. He wasn't judging people. He was just loving people. And that's the difference. I think people get afraid of a religion. And I don't, this is not about a religion. This is really about your relationship with God. How is he working in your life? And it's really a relationship that you can have with him. If you don't have one right now, try it because you'll never be alone. You'll never feel alone. And the other thing I wanted to touch upon was I want you to know, like Miranda said, I grew up a Christian. She met Jesus, her father at 30, but faith walks, our faith walks, our faith journeys are very different from each other's. We never can compare. We can, you can't compare your faith walk with mine and say, well, Kelly knows Jesus more and she's higher up on the ladder. (laughs) One of the word, one of the things God says in the Bible is I play no favorites. There are no favorites with God. It doesn't matter if you met God yesterday or if you're a 70 year old, year old believer that you've been walking with the Lord, you're not going to get more favor than the person that just started walking with the Lord. So I want you to know, you just never compare yourself with anyone else. Your faith walk is yours. It doesn't, it's not wrong. However you do it is how you do it. But I'm just encouraging you if you are not into the Bible, or if you're struggling in any area, God will make a way. He's done it so many times in my own life, in my my children's life. Like I know he's real. I know he's here and he'll never forsake me and leave me alone. So I just wanted to mention those two things. Um, and I love that you said about God being in control. Because yeah. let me tell you, I ask him every morning, and this is new. I just started doing this actually like a week ago. I said, <laughs> Holy Spirit, what do you want me to know today? Okay. Who do you want me to meet today? That's and guess good. what? Here's Miranda showing up <laughs> on LinkedIn. I mean, this is the stuff God does. I, I don't know if I would have found you and we're having this beautiful conversation today. I asked him, who do you want me to know today? What do you want me to do today? And, and I leave it like that. And he says, and then doors open and things happen that you might not ever expect. That's the beauty of it. And I love that about my day now. It makes me excited. <laughs> I love that. So I feel like I have to call out the technical elephant in the room. Obviously, I'm having some technical difficulties with my internet. Um, when the wind blows, the internet gets wonky. But honestly, like I jokingly say it's the devil trying to stop this conversation, right? Like. Yeah. He is just as, uh, he thinks he's just as uh, sassy as I am, but I'm going to win because I got God in my corner. And every time we cut out, I, I pray over my computer and here we are again. <laughs> what? You didn't cut out at all? On oh, okay, good to know. I don't know. <laughs> but I feel like I have to call that out sometimes because I'm watching yes. it back on the, on my phone and it's circling and I'm like, oh, we're missing the good stuff here. He's trying to hold us back. But the whole, my whole thing too is 
I love that you said relationship and religion as two different things, right? Mm-hmm. I was talking to one of my clients, it's a mutual friend of ours, and she'll have a conversation with you too, I think, on our podcast pretty soon. And she had said the word religion a couple of times. Do we think it's going to be um, a problem to talk religion on, you know, when I'm talking, I'm a business podcaster. And I said, why, why are you going to talk religion? Why, if you're talking to Kelly, why wouldn't you talk about her relationship with her faith? And she was like, oh my God, she didn't even like kind of, you know, switch the, the verbiage because religion is, is kind of scary. So I remember getting married. I was auditioning churches, right? <laughs> For yeah. the pretty ones. And people yeah. always talked about religion, religion and, and the habits of it and what he can and cannot do. And I had a really wonky experience at a Catholic church and I'm not saying one type is better than the other, but it wasn't until I walked into my church and they, they introduced me to the relationship, right? With God, with the church. Um, my daughter for the first time, she was two at the time, um, went into their daycare while I went to go see the experience. They went, she went into the, the children's youth group and she came out and I was waiting to hear what she had to say. Cause I was a little skeptic. And I'm like, well, what am I, gonna, what's she going to get? You know, what are they going to teach her? And she came out and she said, mom, I met Jesus. He's a boy and he loves crayons. <laughs> I said, well, Jesus is a boy. And I, I love that he loves crayons. And I, I was so in love with the fact that I found a place that yeah. kind of met us where we were right yeah. like they didn't like make her recite bible verses and they and eventually she learned them and they were so cute the way they do it but i just was so happy because they allowed us to slowly build a relationship with our mm-hmm. faith and sure. it wasn't like shoving it down our throats or here we, i've literally never read the bible cover to cover right i've read mm-hmm. verses i've read sections mm-hmm. where i'm like i gotta reread that but i don't even think my pastors read the entire bible front cover to back cover and She'll admit that to me. And I, and it makes me feel so good because relationships are not perfect. And nor is my relationship with God. I've gotten mad at him. I've, I've pretty much yeah. at one point. So I lost my little brother about five years ago. And it was obviously traumatic and heartbreaking. But then I looked at God like, what did you just do? Right? I was so hurt. And so there was a woman at my church that said, it's okay to be mad at him. And I'm going to cry thinking about it, but I won't dive in too deep. But I remember thinking like, what? Like we're allowed to be mad at God too. Like, that's so weird. And she's like, just like you could be mad at your father. And I'm like, oh, well, that's lifelong, but whatever. (laughs) But just like we get mad at our parents or our siblings, the love doesn't disappear, right? Like he was sad that my brother left our life too. But then as I learned more about, you know, I know what heaven is. And I was pumped to know that my brother was with God. And so the relationship side of it started to really feel real, right? And it changed everything. It wasn't just this man in a book. It wasn't just like a symbol of something. It was like this beautiful relationship that I got to grow into. And it it really has to do a lot with the people you surround yourself with that allows for you to do that. So Yes, agreed. Who are the people that you surround yourself with that allow you to be fully authentic in your faith and whether it's in business or in family or friendships, um, who are those people? How does this conversation at home go? Like, give me like a little bit of like, what, where's God all day in your life? Are are you guys getting cocktails? Like, (laughs) oh, we we have a little wine at times. I'm not going to lie. I mean, listen, there's a lot of wine in the Bible, guys. (laughs) It's okay. 
<laughs> yes, I'm, I, I love having my glass of wine. But anyways, God is everywhere. So it, within my family, my husband and I have two children, a daughter, she's 23, a son, 16. And I've, I've always, I bring my faith, like I read every morning since my kids were little, a book called Jesus Calling. And if you don't have it, that's a great start because it's, it's, it's like today's date. You yep. read that day and it gives you just Myers right now, but Jesus yes. was the first one that I actually read. Yes. Yep. So I just really talk to my kids a lot about Jesus. I don't push it on them because you know, as kids, I remember my mom talking about Jesus. I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> Teenager, you want to go out and do all the stuff. And then okay. you're in college and my mom would, she, she never really pushed it on me. But she, again, led by example. She was a loving, forgiving, peaceful, joyful woman. I knew she had something that I wanted when I was growing up. So that's what that's what um, I try to do for my kids and my family. Now, where I pull my strength is I have to go out, Miranda, and find it. Because, I, you know, to be honest with you, a lot of my inner circle, they're not like me. They're my oh. friends that I grew up with. Some of them are, you know, know Jesus. Some of them, they just don't do much with their relationship with Jesus. And that's okay. I love them for who they are. They're my best friends. But I ha I needed to be in the environment, like you said. The environment is everything. Yeah. And so I am in a, a mastermind with four business. It's a faith-fueled business mastermind. There's 40 of us. I started in 2020. I took a little, like, some time off. I came back in December and it's just where God wanted me to be because I'm getting filled up every week through scripture, through reinforcement of God's word. And I just, I need that. I, because listen, we cannot pour from an empty cup, right? No, we, need, no, we, need, if we need to fuel ourselves with others around us that will pray for us that will cheer us on, that will say, don't quit, don't give up, God's there for you, you know, remind us of things. Yeah. And if you don't have that, you should find it. And just to give myself a little plug right now, <laughs> I have a membership community, an Addicted to the Climb membership that I'm opening at the end of this month. So I do have the wait list, we can talk about that at the end. Okay. But I know that I was searching for that kind of community so that's why I really create what I'm looking for a lot of times. I, I, you know, I didn't have, like I said, the women around me. So I, ha I have to find it and then I want to create it myself so I can bring others in. So that's really right now where I pull from. And I'm getting a lot of fueling in my faith from all these angles right now. I love that. So yes. I know which one you're talking about and it's on my vision board. Like I cannot wait to one day be a part of that. So yes. I think there is something different. So I've been a part of coaching programs and masterminds and it's totally different when you can add that faith part oh, to the business. What, what a difference, right? So yes. one of the coaches I worked with, she's amazing, you know, helped me get my business to where it is. And when I left the program, of course, they're like, you know, why are you leaving? And I'm like, honestly, I just need to work with someone who knows Jesus. Like she didn't. And, and so it was a different energy. And I wanted to be able I said to her during one of our sessions, I, I want to ultimately be the Joyce Myers for female entrepreneurs. And I want to, you know, large stages talking about Jesus and how he loves us <clears throat> and how, you know, he's a part of our business and, and not to like hedge him out. And she's like, okay, he's kind of blazed over. 
<laughs> so I was like, good luck. You're wonderful. I love you. You've got my LinkedIn side of my business to where it, it is today. But, you know, the faith-filled coaching side, I need someone else. So whether it's, you know, you're looking for a faith or someone who is faithful or someone who has a different side of it, you just got to kind of follow that call. And for yeah. me, it was definitely God being like, all right, she's, she gave you the money part. <laughs> now you want something more and bigger. So um, that mastermind you're part of is amazing. And I know your group is probably amazing too. And anywhere you can add faith into your life and business, I think it just gives it that little extra something to make it grow faster, right? That's how I feel for me. Like when I, when I started, so I have a little prayer square in my closet. I don't, dedicate my whole closet to prayer because I need to hang my clothes somewhere but I have like a, a you know the California closets have like the shelves so yes. I have squares where I've got my prayers I've got a candle and a couple photos and and I pray in there every morning and I too ask God like who who am I supposed to help today who are you bringing me to serve I'm open let me know and sometimes it's great sometimes like yesterday I made more money than I made last month but today I've had the opportunity to speak to a few women that can't afford me at all. And I'm like, well, God brought you to me. So let's have this conversation. How can I serve you? And it's just, a, it's a beautiful balance, I think. And when we're able, so honestly, when I lean into my faith, bigger things happen, right? I feel like he knows I can do more than I think I can do. So I think when I trust my gut and listen mm -hmm. and activate that Holy Spirit within me, I think I just run an extra mile or write a little longer or just do the things that like, I think I can't do because I know I'm not alone. So I'm going to yeah. assume you wrote this beautiful book with the help of God. Absolutely. <laughs> Tell me a little about the journey of writing the book, turning it into a podcast or was it the opposite? Was it a podcast then book? It actually was the podcast first. Okay. And so tell me about what got you started doing that, how that started and like what's become of it? Of course, the podcast turned into a book. You're also yeah. a speaker and coach. So tell me a little about the business side of Kelly. So I started the podcast just for fun. I wanted to just see how it would go. It was really just that. And I wanted to just start interviewing people and talk about how they keep climbing, learn from them. And then, so at first, Miranda, though, I, I didn't do a lot of fake Jesus in the podcast. It was always faith, but not a lot. Now, if you listen to the last year worth of episodes, it's definitely a lot of Jesus. Um, but I, the podcast was first, and I realized I really want to write a book called Addicted to the Climb because in the podcast, I talk about a lot of my stories, but I wanted to leave my book for even just my children. I wrote it, knowing, like I dedicated it to my mom, and I wanted to leave the book so my children could know that they never, never should stop climbing. They need to stay addicted to the climb. They need to have Jesus by their side. Because like I said, the book is made up of 30 stories of things that I've gone through that if I didn't have God, I don't know where I would be today. So it's 30 real short stories from how I... You know, it could be anything from how I went to the fitness stages and I was petrified and I'll never forget walking on stage saying the verse a hundred times because I was sweating and I thought I was going to pass out. But I had to say Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things. I, I, I was like, 
leaning on that. So, I mean, that's one of the stories from my cancer diagnosis, you know, so I wanted people to have this in their hands so they can feel courageous enough that Kelly's getting through this. I can too. So that's really why I wrote the book and Jesus is part of my business. I have coaching. I do group coaching programs called my fueled by faith group coaching programs where I have all kinds of women in there from business owners, um, stay at home moms that just need more faith in their life to take their next step forward in whatever a business decision. We go through different kinds of, I take them through different steps of time management and bringing God into everything, taking, making a morning routine. It's so important because I never did this kind of, I didn't like I was, you know, like, we, you said in the beginning, we we weren't always best-selling authors and we weren't always, <laughs> like, it, took, it took baby steps, Yeah. right? It took discipline in my life and dedication and different things to keep going. And so I teach my women everything that I've learned along the years, but making sure God's part of that because you're going to wake up some days and not feel any motivation to do anything. Oh. And you're not going to want to work out. You're not going to want to write your next newsletter and your email list or whatever it is you're doing. Oh, true. You know, and sometimes that's where faith can just help. It can just, when you have faith, really all things are possible. Like when I don't feel like I ask God, give me your strength, not mine. Cause in my strength, I want to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> if we're just leaning on ourselves, we're in trouble. <laughs> Big trouble. I am in big, I can't do it alone. I don't have the strength inside me. And I've learned that over the years that it's his strength that gets me through my days. Listen, I don't want my own strength. I mean, it fails me. I'm you know, I'll fail myself over and over. You know, this is our most powerful tool that we own. And most of the time, this tool up here is telling us negative negative things. We're fighting against ourselves. It's a battlefield of the mind. As Joyce Myers wrote that book, Battlefield of the Mind. So with God, with a stronger faith, that's where you can lean in and ask the Lord to help you take that next step and help you stop comparing or help you, you know, just give you the supernatural energy that you need to get through that day. And it's so funny, right? studied motivation and life fulfillment in college. I have a master's in motivation. Had I known all I had to do was find Jesus and go to church, I would have saved a hundred grand. <laughs> I know. It's a, right. Because we can read all the things, go to all the classes, do all the stuff, but until you actually have it in here and believe. So that's where I come in as a faith coach is I'm trying to build up women's belief systems in their self so they can have the courage through God to work together in everything in their life. Like you need courage for everything, but God gives you the courage. So it's, true. it's, it's crazy how it all works. Oh, My beautiful. beautiful. I see there's still a few people with us, which I love that you've stayed the entire time, which means you're awesome. So if there's any questions or comments, feel free to put below. There's a little delay, but we'll get to them when they pop up. Um, in the meantime, though, Kelly, tell us, tell us about the community, how we can be a part of it. Tell us, of course, we can probably get the book on Amazon um, yes. and podcast is probably wherever we listen. Yeah. Yep. They're both called Addicted to the Climb, yeah. but maybe give us some, some direction for those of 
our friends out there who may be like, this sounds really nice. Like it sounds, you too love Jesus. That's great. I didn't grow up in faith. I mean, of course I could help too, but I didn't grow up in it. And it's not something that I really know much about. Where do they start, right? Like where can someone start to, to feel the love and joy that we feel that that's not overwhelming and not like go buy a Bible and start reading it and see what happens. Although that's probably a good tip too. <laughs> But I will say that's a great question. And I think a lot of people, like we talk about religion, people are intimidated. It all starts with picture yourself going on a date. If you're a single person right now, right? Just think about this. And you're trying to find a partner. How are you going to meet someone? You're going to start talking to people. You're going to start meeting with people to see if you like them. It's a simple conversation with God. That's it. Hey, God. Here I am. I'm here right now. There's no perfect way to pray. There's no no right way to pray. If you heard me pray, you'd be like, oh, my goodness. Girl, you're crazy. Yes. I mean, some of my women like, oh, I can't pray out loud. Oh, I don't know what to say. It's a conversation. How do you converse with your children? How do you converse with your best friend? How do you get to know somebody better? It's by spending time with them. So if you're just starting and you don't have faith and you don't, you're like, I like what they're talking about, but I, I don't know where to go. Just start talking to God, your father. He created you. He already knows everything inside you. He knows your thoughts. He already knows. Just open the door and say, how fancy, right? Like how many times in the beginning did I try to like say the most perfectly articulate possible? You can just start with, God, I don't know what I'm doing right now. I need your help. That's it. I need you in my life. I don't want to feel alone anymore. I want to I want to know that at three in the morning when I'm feeling anxious and worry and fear that you're right there with me. Because listen, when I didn't have that, Miranda, I remember times when I was up in the middle of the night, you know, you have young kids and you're freaking out and you're worried and all the stuff, at, especially in the more in the wee hours of the night I don't ever want to feel alone that's when I turn up my prayer and I'm like Jesus be with me I cannot sleep I need you to put me back to sleep I don't want to do this without you so it's really just the fridge go to your faith right what (laughs) don't go to the fridge go to your faith don't go to the fridge stay (laughs) and pray wait do you want to know what my mother used to do when she this is so funny this is hilarious my mother used to wake up in the middle of the night, you know, like we all do sometimes. And I, and I'm like, what do you, sometimes she was turning the TV on. Then she stopped turning the TV on. She's like, so now guess what I do? I'm like, what? She's like, I start with the alphabet. I start with, okay, who do I know at letter A? Oh, Ashley. And then she'll pray for Ashley. And then she'd be like on J. She's like, I don't know a J. She'd pray for the janitor from her elementary school. She's so it was so funny, but then she'd be sleeping. She's like, I'd be sleeping by G. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I'll fall asleep praying and I feel really bad about, so I'll wake up in the middle of the night or I'll wake up in the morning and be like, I totally fell asleep on you again. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> and he's like, I know you did. I was there. <laughs> yes. Yes. It doesn't have to be perfect, right? Like if you, if like prayer is definitely the first place to start and some people feel yeah. corny, like they'll, and I talk to God like I'm talking to you guys right now. It's funny. When we, as a family, would pray in the car when the kids were young, we would 
be like, let's pray. And the kids would like be so excited. I remember my husband said this really nice, eloquent, eloquent prayer. And I was like, you know, something casual and silly, like, Hey bud, be with me. I love you. And thank you so much. And, and my son, Sophie couldn't talk yet at the time. So she wasn't saying much, but my son, Colin was like, dear Jeezy. <laughs> and I'm like, we cracked up, but it was like, dear Jeezy, but like, you're it, worked. You know, it worked. It doesn't matter. It and it I remember the matter. first time praying with my husband, just the two of us, because they say spouses should pray together. And this is awkward because my husband and I have completely different communication styles and completely different prayer styles. And, you know, he, he'll say something very masculine and formal. And I'm like, did you get a whiff of that over there? How corny is he? And I like make fun of my husband in my prayer. And he's like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> but, you know, I always say Jesus is so cool because yeah. he, you don't have to be formal. Like he's, right. he's so, he's just a cool father. He's a cool God. He's yeah. not, he's not going to judge you about any of that. Yeah. So it's just, <laughs> just start somewhere. Just open the door again. It's like building a relationship. You know, when you first go on dates, you got to talk to the person to get to know them. That's God. You won't know God. God will be high up in the sky if you leave him there. Yeah. He'll, or, or he can be close in the heart if you take him in. So the, the only way to do that is by having the conversations with him, you know. And one more quick thing. Having the conversations, but also being still and quiet in his presence. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. We were both yes. thinking the same thing. Yeah. Oh, because you have so many times I'm like, Okay, I need this. I need this. Okay, make a way here and heal my headache and do this and make sure that I have enough income. But sometimes God's like, daughter, be still. Let me have a turn. Can I talk? We have to take time to just hear his voice, you know? Yeah, so my morning routine is very consistent for a reason. I will pray and then I'll meditate because that's how I feel like I receive the answers to the questions I'm asking or you know, when I'm feeling some type of way and I'm like, I need this or how can I do this? Just putting it out there doesn't necessarily give us the answers or results. We have to hear, you know, and some people will say, oh, I got this download today. And to me, I'm like, God was talking to me today. And, you know, they'll be like, oh, yeah, what did he have to say? And I'm like, well, I had to get a little quiet because all the voices in my head. But, you know, yes. we can feel the answers. And often if I lose something, I'm like, God, it was right here. Where is it? Oh my gosh, I'm about to go live. I don't have my notes, blah, blah, blah. And then if I'm still frantic, I'll never find it, but I have to kind of control the crazy. And then typically it'll come to me. And I know it's God every single time. And, you know, that's another thing for people to know is that what you said, God already knows the outcome. And sometimes we expect the outcome to go our way. Sometimes, you know, God hears our prayers always. We know that. But sometimes we want it to go a certain way when God is doing you a favor and having it go a different way to spare you. Sometimes we blame, oh, I prayed about that and it didn't work. Well, guess what? If you really think about it, something else did work. You just, you have to trust. It's a trust. It's a very big trust you have to have in God. I think it's a Garth Brooks song, right? Some of God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers, right? Yes. It's (laughs) so true it is so so true true. yes i had one of the craziest experiences and with my husband we were looking to buy a house uh, move into a different area put my kid in the school and 
we put in um, the bid for it. It wasn't accepted yet, but we put in the bid for it and we had like 24 hours to pull out kind of thing. But I'm like, this was our house. And I ended up getting laid off the next is, And I'm like, what? And we were getting baptized that Sunday. My husband and I got baptized together as adults. And we were getting baptized that Sunday. We, uh, we had to pull out of the offer because I got laid off. And wouldn't you know, a woman the next day, that Monday, called my husband and said, I'm actually one of the opposite neighbors of you. And the person in the other neighbor's house is actually like a, cert, a registered sex offender. And I was, and I, my daughter was like two or three at the time. And I was like, what? Like, don't they have to, like, there's like one in our entire area and it's him and he would have been our neighbor. And I remember thinking, I was so mad. Even the night I got baptized, I, I just wasn't feeling it because I was mad at God. And I was like, I felt really crappy, of course, being baptized and mad at him at the same time. But things were looking perfect. And then I got laid off and then we yeah. lost the house. And it was just, I was spiraling. Yes. And literally that Monday I heard that was that. And I was like, wow, don't I feel stupid? Like he was working on our behalf to, yes. to save our family, my daughter, whatever, to get us out of this. And it, it all worked out for the better. My husband and I looked at each other and we just cried because we, we knew exactly what had happened. And it, it, going forward now, when something crazy happens, like that we think is negative, I'll just be like, all right, God, what's happening behind the scenes that you're working out for my good? Because we've yes. already experienced his love and how mm. things go wrong. And it's mm. for us, not to us. Mm. So yes. it, it's amazing. Like we could probably talk stories and oh, examples of this so all day. <laughs> so that's the thing that what the, the one thing is that in the Bible, it does say you will go through trials. You yeah. will go through, you know, people tend to blame God. Like you said yeah. a, a while ago, like, why did this have to happen to me? Yeah. God never, God never guaranteed perfection. He just didn't. I mean, right. it's the way it is, but that's how we build endurance in our faith like god says keep going keep your eye on the prize run that race you will go through trials you will have unexpected things happen tragedies trauma but keep your eye on the prize and, yeah. and that's something my mom taught me too is never waver in your faith stay faithful and you will make it you will make it absolutely i love it and a quick message for anyone who's a job seeker or, you know, not their business isn't going the way it, it, they kind of want it to go right now. I always say they keep moving forward, right? Like is the best advice I can give um, besides getting structured and in, in what your business is. But like, I will often say I was laid off four times in a row and that is definitely a hit to the soul before I became an entrepreneur, but this is where I'm meant to be. So we can't connect the dots, right? Like looking forward, unfortunately. <laughs> Yes. It always works out. So if you just kind of continue with the faith and hold on to your faith and understand that God is probably working out something better for you. Yes. Um, there's this photo that I often used as like my visual for my relationship with God. It's a little girl holding a little small teddy bear and God's trying to take the teddy bear from her. And she's like, no, this is my teddy bear. But behind his back, he has this like ginormous teddy bear and he had something bigger planned for her. If she could just yeah. release that teddy bear. So for me, I often say this, even in sales trainings, I'll say, release the outcome. Like I, I probably won't tell in a corporate sales training that like God's got you, but. <laughs> that's a book. That's a oh, title. Yes. That's one of the titles in my book. Release the outcome. Oh my God. That's awesome. 
Yes, I preach that all the time. And I just posted about it recently. When we release the outcome, like what's meant to happen will happen. Yes. So for my job seekers, for entrepreneurs who are just starting out, like it can be tough, but just keep moving forward. And what's meant for you will not pass you. And exactly. And you know, releasing the outcome takes the pressure off so much, right? The cheat codes. Unbelievable. Like when I hold on to it, like, oh, this is how it's going to go. This is, this is how it's going to happen. And then when I release it, it's like, oh, I can breathe. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny too. Like having God in my business, I feel like I can release that pressure for myself to what's my next sales move? What's my next marketing strategy? And I don't just like blindly give out to God and then go watch Netflix. (laughs) I was just going to say that. Like, wait a minute. We have to take the steps and the action steps no matter what. We still believe, but we still have to do the work. (laughs) Unfortunately, we can't just sit and watch Netflix with a glass of wine every night. (laughs) I know. He doesn't direct deposit money into my account, unfortunately. No. He's definitely tied into uh, that happening. Well, Kelly, listen, this has been such an amazing conversation. We could go all day. Friends, if you're still listening, thank you so much. I actually see a new person who joined us. Say hello in the comments. Um, Keep this conversation going in your home, in your heart. Connect with Kelly and I if you're not already connected. Grab her book, Addicted to the Climb, or listen to the podcast anywhere you listen to your podcast episodes. And for information on her community, send her a DM. Connect with her, send her a DM. I'm sure she'll put the link below in these comments anyway. But let's keep this conversation going. It is such a beautiful one. Kelly, I'm so grateful for you sharing your energy, your faith, and your time with us. Um, Thank you so much. Any last minute thoughts you'd love to add? Just thank you so much. I'm praying over everyone listening today that they just feel encouraged in maybe to climb higher in a new way, whether it's their faith or their business, or they're going to take another new step in their health, maybe. So just don't give up on yourself. God loves you for where you are right in this very moment. You don't have to be anywhere else. So just know that he made you perfectly perfect. Okay. And just keep climbing. That's it. I almost forgot too that, so this is called Awesome Conversations and I haven't done it in like two months, which is why I forgot already. But I typically will ask who I'm interviewing, what's the last awesome conversation that you had, Kelly? I'm going to assume it's a prayer. However, I want to hear your answer. What's the last awesome conversation that you had? Well, besides this one, (laughs) this one and my one with my father, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll give you a different kind of one. I just had an awesome conversation with my son. My son just did a school trip to Costa Rica and a teacher called me to tell me what a great kid he is. I enjoyed his company. So polite. And it just, that was an awesome conversation. I was like, who, who are you talking about? <laughs> How old is your son? 16. He's a sophomore. Oh, that's, that, that's an awesome conversation. So he, it was an awesome conversation to hear that about your child, you know, yeah. that they're, they're respectful. And so that lit me up. Oh, I love it. Does he know that conversation was had? He, yes. I told him last night. I said, hey, your, your teacher, I talked to your teacher. He's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, those 16 year old boys. Yes. I have a 19 year old one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. He wasn't as fired up as I was, to be honest. <laughs> He's like, all right, mom, calm down. He's like, all right, I'm going to my room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. 
All right, Kelly, thank you again for your time and energy. This has been yeah. a wonderful conversation. I cannot wait to see what comes of it, to be honest. See who Me connects too. with you and yes. who carries this out. Because you know we're going to get DMs. That's what's going to happen. We're gonna I can't wait. Them. Bring them on. Bring them on. It's going to be great. All right, friends, have a lovely day. I will see you next week with another awesome conversation. I really hope you enjoyed this episode and this conversation and all the topics that we talked about today. If you're not following Miranda Von Fricken, head over to LinkedIn. Her link is in the show notes. Follow her, give her a shout out, tell her, encourage her to keep climbing in her faith. We all need each other. That's what it's all about. Connection is key, you guys. Thanks for tuning in today and I'll see you next week. Keep on climbing. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for being here every week because my goal is to always empower and inspire you so you can keep on climbing even when life gets tough. If you felt blessed today, it would mean the world to me if you subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And one of the ways you can help me is if you would leave me a five-star rating and a review. This is really how I can help more people just like you. You can do this right on your podcast app on your phone. It's super easy. It will only take one minute. Also, if you want to be part of my private community on Facebook, head over there to Faith, Fuel, and Fitness, and I'll meet you inside. Or you can even head over to my website, kellytian.com, to get more inspiration and resources to keep you on your own climb. Thank you again and have a healthy and happy week.